Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Right, everyone clear the throats. It's the COVID crew. It's the COVID crew. Just, just wait. After also, a COVID-like it, performance by the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Um, coughed it up all over the place out there. Exactly. We're here. We're we're banged up. We're doing better than the Celtics are. Um, we are. Don't worry about us. Worry about the Celtics. This is the type of game that makes you question your life, right? <laughs> totally. Like, well, one of the many moments. Right. Why do Why do I do life, this? But, like, why yeah. do I watch this? Why do I talk about it? Why do I subject myself to this? Like, <laughs> why Why does this occupy any of my time? Um, right. Yeah, wretched game. Uh, I don't. Aliens. I don't let them hurt me anymore, though. And if and you're watching, out. if you're watching, and you're still hurt by this team, this is the game. This is one of the games that you say, you know what? I'm not going to let them hurt me anymore. I'm not going to yeah. allow it to affect my mental state because it's People just going to. Yeah, people in here in the chat asking about your physical state, Jimmy. How are you feeling? My physical state, um, I'm I'm good. Like I said, don't worry about me. Um, I think the other guys in this in this uh, video are a little more banged up than I am at this point. I've made my recovery, I think, and uh, I will be heading back out into the world. <laughs> I have been out into the world, but I, I haven't been I haven't been uh, interacting with anybody. But I think yeah. I might uh, might do that. Unleash the Jimmy on people. New Year's yeah. Eve. Yeah, it's been a nice little break for the world. I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Bobby, I'll tell you what, I was better three hours ago. Yeah. This, 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 yeah, this, this game bad. made me, this game was a little bit of a setback for me, but I'm not going to let them break me. Yeah. You see people who don't watch these games regularly tuning in too. like, Oh geez. I the Bruins are off still. Uh, the Patriots are winding down and people are starting to tune in here and they're like, what am I watching? It's, well, it's the, the title town was a long time ago. The ratings tell like a different a story, by the way, in terms of what people are tuning into, because it's not the Celtics. Um, no, but the people who do are tuning in and then immediately tuning out. I guess, like, <laughs> like, like casual fans, like my friend, you know, friends of your guys, as I'm sure too. Like, they'll text you, be like, "Wow, what the hell is wrong with this team?" I'm like, "Dude, how much time do you have?" Like, I don't think you want me to answer this question for you right now. But they're not, they're not holding interest with the likability. It's a likability factor. Um, there's, there's a lot of reasons why fans aren't, uh, holding on. Is this my goofy hat? I just tossed this on right, <laughs> right before we, right before we hit the airway so that I can hide if I'm, if I really, uh, am upset by the way the conversation goes. No, it's, it's, uh, it's this, this, 
watching the Celtics is not for casuals right now. You know, those guys no, who are no, like, no, no, no. those guys who are like, no, no. I like the Patriots. It's a and war. And like, I'll watch whatever team is doing well. Um, those guys are gone, you know, like, totally. um, right now it's just diehards and masochists, you know, <laughs> that's all that's left. People who enjoy, yeah. People who enjoy pain are like, right. yeah, I, I, sorry. I got something tonight I got to do. Sorry guys. I, I can't hang out. I got to, I have somewhere to be at seven thirty. So Bobby, help me, Bobby, help me make this show long, but longer than five minutes. You know, because right. <laughs> That's okay, actually. I'll do five minutes. No, because right now it's like they sucked at shooting threes. Womp, womp. And then just. Well, let's just get like, that out of the way. Like, obviously, and Bobby, I'll let you speak, although I know that you're <laughs> choosing your words wisely because you're, I think, the worst off of all of us. But yeah, they missed so many three-pointers tonight that it was actually comical. Like, if you were watching this game, I guarantee you, you were just laughing at every they miss. They were afraid to shoot. When they, they were, were just like, ah, do I have to? All right. Uh. They were getting long rebounds. People would pass to someone and be like, I'm open and I'm supposed to shoot, but I really don't want to miss another one. And then they would pass right. it to the next guy. And he's like, I guess I have to shoot. Horford would be like, really, guys? Like, have you seen the first six? Like, come right. on, don't make me shoot this. Yeah, they got drew into it by that zone. I, they were just firing away <laughs> from out there. They were getting rebounds and looking for those again and again. And they really didn't adjust all that much. And Listen, Jalen Brown had a lot more ability to attack. We saw it down the stretch there. He went in the lane against multiple bodies. We've seen him do it throughout the year. He's capable of challenging a mass of guys in there. And the spacing wasn't great around him, certainly. It made it difficult to do it. But it's going to be difficult, especially with Tatum out and different guys out right now, to score and generate offense. And we're seeing right now that he and Peyton Pritchard really aren't enough in that regard. Like, they are not efficiently running this offense finding quality looks time in and again you mean the guy who was who was a dnpcd for the first 25 games of the year (laughs) is not doing a good job running the offense alongside these guys don't have it right now weird you you just look at the percentages right now we have to eliminate the right now from our thinking this is i think celtics fans problems we keep saying well that's all they got what are we they gonna do no but we keep saying they didn't have it tonight or this wasn't the right combo we've seen moments there might not be a right combo there may not be another day that's better you know it's just it is. It well, listen, is, they're going to be. That's why. Be like, days that, like that's like the little bit of denial in you, Bobby, is showing. I think a little bit but of denial. Me, uh, Bobby, all I'll say is this: this isn't against you. Well, like, this I is mean, just. I mean, what, what do you expect in a game like this? I mean, you don't see this game ever. I mean, there's been one game like this I can find. I know, but let's look. While this is clearly an outlier performance because it's the worst ever, and shooting ten per- <laughs> shooting ten percent is ridiculous. <laughs> Nine percent, oh, whatever. Ties the NBA record. Okay, I didn't even, I yeah. didn't even realize so, that. Congratulations. Bad, obviously, is a, is a, okay. What the? But people are talking about, you know, oh God, this was a crazy night with all those missed threes. Like it was something that happened. Like stuff was falling from the sky or like freak injuries. No, they missed threes because they're not a good shooting. This team. is who they, they are. Missed, yeah, they, they, this is who they are. They they missed so many threes. Because it just snowballed and it was just freakishly bad. And zero assists for Brown. Just seeing that—that that is just unreal. Potential. I mean, again, that's like the extreme start. of this game. You, you know, you may say this is who he is. This is who he and Pritchard ultimately are as uh, facilitators and ball handlers. This is the extreme of it, right? Like, 
everything's going to be extreme when it starts stumbling for this team. Like the collapses, the offensive lows, the defensive breakdowns. And how bad was the defense in this one too? Like both ends, they were just a disaster. Rotating off the corner shooters, as you saw there, John. The yeah. transition breakout when Pritchard and Hauser yeah. were just running into the net and Bledsoe's running the other way uncontested. <laughs> there was just some bad stuff out there in that regard. I Listen, I've defended Ime all year. He doesn't have this team in control right now. I mean, they are completely letting go of the rope and falling off the cliff right now. 8 of 11. We didn't see a stretch like this last year, did we? I don't think we saw basketball this bad as we have over the last two games. It, here. it we is again. It's so one. hard to gauge. You are without. You know, there was a stretch uh, last year. But like we're half- talking eleven games now of this. I know, yeah, right? Yeah. This no, is I, the problem. So what what people will also get stuck doing, which do, isn't fair, is comparing who's out for one team versus who's out for another. That doesn't matter because the Clippers are better three through twelve than the Celtics are. So when the Celtics are missing player number one, number three, number five, or whatever it is, um, you know, on their team, the the stuff behind it is so much worse than everyone else, and they get exposed on nights like this. So it's not just a, well, Clippers were without their two best players. It doesn't matter. The rest of the Clippers roster is all around better. Um, (laughs) So they're really exposed. Yeah, as you said, said, Bobby. But, like, Jalen Brown's still supposed to be the best player on the court. He is, but as Bobby said, Jalen and Peyton had a tough time carrying the offense. You should never utter that sentence, right? No, well, yeah, your but... team's not designed to have Peyton Pritchard as your second best player of carrying the offense, right. but or any or I mean, no team can survive if what... Peyton Pritchard but... is your second. Well, listen, yeah. this is what we're right. talking about more of if they're going to deal Schroeder, right? So it's going to get ugly here if they do start to chip away at the top of the roster with a move like that. Like you got to start to expect these guys to be able to step into a role like this. And Brown especially really disappoints me because he had a week or two there where he was making plays. So sure in a secondary role, um, he was finding Robin spots that kind of disappeared that pick and roll. He was flashing there and just the overall ball control. He can't keep the ball in his hands right now. It slips right out. I mean, they just security right now is a big issue for them. And that's like the simplest thing. Rob is 5,000th on our list of concerns after tonight's game. You know, I mean, Rob, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, over, overall, he's still a concern. I mean, I, J, to me, Jalen, I don't even know if, I mean, listen, Jalen Brown missed threes, but so did everybody tonight. But other than that, I mean, Jalen Brown was the only reason this game was even a game. I mean, you didn't get, you know, we won't pick on Rob tonight because he did, he did play well and he was all over the place and he ripped down 14 boards and a lot of offensive rebounds. But John, you want to talk about, Guys who, when they have an opportunity right in front of them, have to grasp it. I mean, again, we talked about Pritchard, bad game from him. Langford, another just black hole on offense. Um, you know, Horford tonight, I thought stunk, couldn't hit anything. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the game, he, he was fine. And when you lose Rob fine, late there, that was a killer. Because Horford, Richardson, yeah, like, oh my Horford's God. a zero Richardson. right now. Yeah, Richardson yeah. was horrible tonight offensively. Grant at night, I know he hit half of your three-pointers, but... Um, I mean, Romeo nobody, again. nobody was there. Was, it was Jalen Brown and, 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 and nobody else. And nothing. It was a, the, the three minutes. And, and I give Brown credit. He was, you know, putting his body on the line, driving to the hoop, getting, you know, getting banged around. Yeah. He had a couple of dumb turnovers and of course he couldn't hit a three. Um, and that, but that might be Jalen Brown. I mean, he was, you know, I mean, I think the threes are kind of like a bonus with him. You know, he's a slasher. He's a guy that's going to use his athleticism and, like the game you saw tonight is is like the type of Jalen Brown game I think you're gonna expect more often than not. 
you know, not a complete over from three, but again, if you just don't have the help right now, you just have nobody. I mean, I know people again on Twitter screaming for ISO Joe again. It's one of, oh, one of those Lord. games. Guys, you got to Sherrod, Sherrod started that. I was going to wait for Sherrod to come on it. Cause I know Sherrod not just been. Sherrod. There's a lot of people out there who get paid to do this. Who are like, I could see this working for the rest of the season. Yeah. No. Murphy was asking a pregame. Like, I don't know what's going on there. And that's the, issue with that signing right Dude, i don't blame i don't listen more. i don't blame anybody for for calling for iso joe in a situation like tonight where you Why? have 80, you bobby you had 63 <laughs> points or whatever it was going into the fourth quarter like try something else like it's almost like here take this pen maybe you're a lefty and you're not a, you know what i mean try writing your name with your left it's like just yeah. try anything different right, right. Yeah. I, i'm not i'm not it's not like i'm calling for iso joe when when they're dropping 115 points and they're up and they're up like they're struggling to do anything. You don't think Joe Johnson could hit a three-pointer tonight? You don't, don't think know. he could hit a three-pointer? I, I haven't seen him make it up the floor. I don't do you think, think they do you think he could? Do you think he could have shot better than 10% from three tonight? I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's anything other than... I don't know either, but I'll, t I'll take the risk. On a game like tonight... <laughs> All right, I'm then saying, let's I, call Scala. I'm just not going to criticize people for being like, toss him out there. I understand why he's in the team. He's a... He's an emergency player, and he's not really like supposed to be playing. I don't understand playing. why he's on the team. I just mean I understand why they signed a guy that you know knows how to play play basketball because you know they just need bodies. But you know, I just he does one thing well, and it's score the ball. And if you can't listen, score, I mean, just toss him out there. Listen, why that's are you the trying thing, to build though. something? Here? The last thing in the world you no, need Bobby, is more. No, Bobby, you're trying to win the freaking game. That's the last thing you do. need is more isolation. I just like. The problem here, we've well, talked about this. Last thing you need this. is another brick. We've talked about this ad nauseum right now, and it's just it's frustrating. It's like, you know, there's nothing that they do. They What do the Celtics do? Well, nothing. Literally nothing, okay? Mm -hmm. So why every night do we expect something different? I don't get it. Like, what do they do? They're not elite at defense. Yes, they have a better defensive lineup when they have Horford and Rob out there, but that really messes with your spacing. So you have huge problems there. They don't have a lot of shooters. Their pace of play when Tatum and Brown are both there are atrocious. They don't move the ball up the court. And it's not just their pace of play in transition. Their pace of play in a half-court offense is abysmal, okay? So they're, they're And they don't have shooters. They don't do anything well nothing well they have a couple of guys who have individual talent and then they as a team do nothing well so why do we keep expecting something to get put together as a team they do everything below league average everything especially in the fourth and that's the and the fourth is a where we're absolute collapse right yeah so right. they shouldn't be an absolute disaster, and they continue to be that in these late-game situations. And you can't look at anything other than the tone setters, uh, Tatum, Brown, Pritchard, Schroeder, whoever you want to in these spots. They've all really failed in that position, and epically so. You look at the numbers, bottom five, and we saw this for stretches last year too on offense, defense, defense the likes of the Knicks and the Blazers. I wrote about that earlier in the week, the fourth quarter numbers that they have are just scary. And to completely lose – hold of everything listen john the same things they do well in spots like you know rebounding they dominated that area tonight the putback oh my god you gotta yeah, you gotta they missed every back. shot bobby 
All right, the Garden Report postgame show, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline. Just go to BetOnline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We've got it all going right now. you got basketball, hockey, NFL yeah. football, NCAA football, horses, MMA, golf. Is there still golf? If there isn't, there there's, will be there's, there's, there's always golf. golf there's on. always some yeah. kind of golf. Props, live betting, all kinds of weird stuff. Out, outside of the sports realm, anything you want to, you know, place a bet on. Yep. BetOnline's got it. BetOnline.ag. Code CLNS50. 50% welcome bonus. Go check it out right now. And as always, make sure to gamble responsibly. You got to be able to convert on the second chance opportunities. The Clippers did. You know, they had some second, third chance opportunities down the stretch. And this was a close game. Two or three points the whole way. You look at this with two and a half minutes to go, you're down four. And it's like just... Just grab the game, win. It's not going to be pretty, but just go make the play or two that you have to do here. And all of a sudden, they're fouling on a screen like Pritchard was there and sending them to the line and then allowing a third chance Bledsoe. The way they blow this up is so epic. And then they get two quick scores the other way that would have tied the game if they didn't give up four on that one possession. So it's like, Again. why does everything have to be so dramatic? when it comes to the bad with this team. And I, I keep thinking back to that email quote. Because they don't help one another. But anyway, go ahead. The, the snowballing. Every I've said this a million times this year. Something goes wrong, then they make another mistake, and it gets worse. And all of a sudden, it just compounds on them in a way that they end up with a disaster. And that's why this team, like, it's so dramatic when they fail. Like, they don't just lose a game on a tough play or something goes against them. It's always an all-out disaster like it is here tonight. And... Listen, I look at that going back a couple of years now and just say, like, yeah, this mix isn't working. You don't have anyone that can step up in these situations. Nobody seems to have the fortitude to be able to come through in a spot like this against a team. Listen, you can you can say the Clippers are better than people think, worse than people think when they're down to this. At the end of the day, you're at least on level with this team. And you got to go out there and make the play or two to steal it from them. That's what it is right now. Just fortitude in these situations, execution, and they're not getting it done. And at this point, like 8 of 11, you, you start to look at it and say, is there any hope left for this core? You, you really start wondering. I don't know. I don't know. that. I. You're right. If you break it down game by game. It's multiple individuals that can't come through in this spot for a long span of time. But now. if you break it up game by game, you can point to moments where execution and different things you could do. You're right. You might play like shit at the end of the game. You might still feel bad about the team, but there's winnable games here every single night. How many so, yes, can we count now? A the separate, Lakers, pro- the a separate problem. One. Yes. Beyond the institutional issues with the team and the, and the flaws, you know, of the roster, they're, they're still in a lot of games and their, their record in, in, in close games is abysmal. Yeah, no, I'm saying one and nine each night. Potential win, win. another potential win tonight. That's that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you could the record could be a little better, and you wouldn't feel as bad about it. But not only are they bad in the sense of like there's deep concerns with how this team plays, but also there's just night in, night out, 15 things you could point to that they just screw up. The other team doesn't. That just costs them games. You've got other teams that are wounded, that are missing good players too, and you're not able to capitalize. As Bobby said, you're you're even. So up that's with the some point, John. They're not bad. They're just collapsing in critical moments. Like it just they're not completely bad. crumbles. I think they're bad. I they, think then they're... they wouldn't be in games. 
They wouldn't be even they're, within in five games, points and they're ten in out of game, game. They're in games against bad teams, Bobby. I mean, look at the last two games. The Clippers without Kawhi and Paul George and the Timberwolves without literally anybody. But everybody's yeah, in the same being spot. In the everybody's in the same spot right now. They certainly yes are. Yes and I mean, no. I mean, Jalen Brown is still – I mean, Jalen Brown's a, an all-star, and he's playing. I mean, you've got, you've got players – that's what I'm saying. You've got players that are supposed to be really good that should be able to win these 50-50 games if that's what you're saying they are. If everyone's in the same boat – Well, they're better the than should be able, in 11 games, certainly. Right. That's, well, well, are they or are they, or are they what they are? I don't know. At some point, you are what you are. They've been a roughly 500 team for John, – John will tell you for what, 80 – well, now they're below 500. It's something games. Worse. I know it's gotten worse. 500 here. So, so are they what they are? Or are they still better than what they are? Because it's been a season and a half now. I think if seasons. we're looking at the big picture in terms of everything we've watched this year, it's the critical periods of the game, the close games, late ten games out of how many are we looking at now? Like 36 or whatever it is, 37. That's where they're not coming through. Like, again and again, it's those crunch time minutes where Tatum's a disaster, 34% from the field in those spots. Brown being unable to make plays in those situations like we saw against Minnesota. Uh, Schroeder, who has had a number of awful moments in that regard. I'm saying you have multiple players, including Smart, I think, to some degree. He's probably the best out of all of them, but he can't get his own shot in those circumstances. You don't have a single player who can settle you down in these situations in a game like this, where all you need is just to string together three, four possessions down the stretch, you wouldn't feel good about this game, but you'd come away with a win and a better record and a much better standing by the end of the year. And now they're just systematically failing in these spots. And the, the tough thing that you have to grapple with here is that nobody's coming through in these spots. And even if we come up with a crazy trade by the end of the show tonight, as I'm sure we will, does anybody still have the ability to come up, grab the team, you know, by the ropes here and come through in these moments? You know, are the new guy's going to be. No, I don't know. Are we going to go through this? It's the spots. GM. It's the coach. It's the Jays. Like, I was just like, I'm so exhausted. It's the players. They don't have a single guy who can step up in these spots and salvage these situations. We gotta I don't read think the anyone Jaylen. has on this team. I got to read the Jalen Brown stat because it's a pretty good stat. Jalen Brown shot 13 for 36 from the field and did not record an assist tonight against the Clippers. His 36 field goal attempts without a single assist are the most by any player in a game since, John? Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker shot 21 <laughs> for 36 with zero assists against the Wizards in 1998. But, so he, also shot, but he also shot 21 for 36, not 13 21. for 36. Right. So the more records broken tonight. Jalen Brown with uh, the most – lopsided field goal attempt to assist ratio in over 20 years. Now, people are going to say, well, he had a lot of potential assists, which John so accurately points out in his hashtag there, which is true. Jalen Brown would have had some assists tonight if anybody could have Wait, bought a basket. You, but. Is it possible for, for someone to make a basket from sitting on the bench where, Jay, where half of Jalen's passes went? <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man, but yeah, that that was a that's the stat going around the old Twitter Twitter yeah. world right now. Yeah, that's what the kids are saying. Thirty six attempts. I mean, somebody had to shoot the ball tonight. I don't even blame him for taking. Of course he did. Shots. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not even. It's, it's not. <laughs> if, if you just see the stat, then yeah, that looks pretty bad. But if you watch the game, like there, there was no other option half the time. 
And that's the problem too at this point. There's there's no shooting here at all. I mean, this wasn't a surprise. We expected games like this this year. We've seen plenty of them. This was the dramatic one, certainly. But they don't have anyone who can knock down these shots consistently. They probably should have played Grant more in this one. They did play Sam quite a bit to start the fourth. Got him one good look. Uh, but overall, I just kind of say that the passing isn't great right now. Like, they aren't creating quality looks. It's basic driving kicks. Uh, they're not running a ton of pick and roll to try to get more downhill. And that's not really an option when you see this much zone. It's a lot of just pull-up jumpers, kickouts off offensive rebounds. Um, I thought Richardson was so late on one of those plays where Hauser was wide open in the corner to find him there. Uh, the reads and just the organization from a playmaking standpoint aren't great here right now. And they're not. Um, I mean, I you said know, you it's guys, both ends, right? Like I, whoever's yeah. supporting Brown's going to say, "Where's the shooting?" and whoever's supporting the other guy is going to say, "Oh, he's not finding them." But it's both right now. It really it's is. Both. That's how I sent you guys that. Like I sent you guys that snapshot of uh, one of the plays where Brown's got the ball above the three-point line, and Romeo and Grant are what standing, is up with that? Are literally the lack standing, of cutting. Are standing, yeah, next, they're standing to, next to each other. They're standing yeah. next to each other. Hauser's on the other side of the court in the corner. And then Pritchard, I think, was all, also next to Jalen. They were playing like 2 2 1. Like, didn't we say last year moved. with um... Nobody moved. And then Romeo and Grant are just sitting there watching. Nobody runs the baseline, runs a cut, goes to set a screen. You know, Richard's in a little bit, but nobody, no, nobody runs else. hard to set screens. You know, like nothing. Yeah. It's just unreal. It's You're unreal. right, Bobby. Grant should have played more tonight. I can't believe I'm, those words are coming out of my mouth. Probably the first time I've ever said it. But why not play Grant more tonight? He's, he's your best three-point shooter, and you can't buy a three. Was it because of Morris? Maybe. Cause, but, cause, again, at some point, you got to run What do you think it was because offense. of Morris? What? what? The Celtics are gonna are gonna leave their best outside shooter on the bench. Because no, of just when he, Morris when, senior. when he came in and he matched up against him in but those you, early you, minutes. You was about getting this, whatever John. he wanted, but yeah, John's you, favorite, ta- one of John's favorite players, by the yeah. way, Marcus Morris. But you you've talked about this, John. At some point, when this is happening and it's demoralizing you on the offensive end, you gotta put guys out there that can score, and you have to go out there and run the best offense you possibly can, especially in a close game. Because right, you've talked about how like. You can get, you can pile up stops, but the only way you're going to go tit for tat is by scoring again and again with a team right. like that. Your defense wasn't executing at all in this one, so you can't overreact to defense when you need buckets when you're <laughs> shooting nine percent from three. You, I, I was stunned Grant didn't play more in the fourth. I really was because he was getting them some spot makes earlier in the game. You know, he had a few good passing sequences there. Like he's just a smart offensive player. I'd rather him out there than Hauser. Hauser, for what it's worth, we want to see him, but the defense is really bad, and he's not like he's raining down buckets on teams' heads right now. So I don't, I don't see a ton there. And Broderick Thomas, like he played okay, but is that like another defense thing? Like trying to match defense? Is that is that what that is there? He cut a little bit on one play, but I didn't see a ton from him. Sort of just Romeo-like minutes from Broderick Thomas. Yeah. Uh, so you're short, but. You, you, there's no circumstance where you should have an offensive game like this. There really isn't. Look yeah. at the Clippers. I mean, like you can say night in and night out what on the other side they're putting out there and what they're able to do with it. They were able to scrap together some points. Timberwolves were. <laughs> Jimmy's done. <laughs> I, oh, I, feel, I mean, I, I feel like we're broken. Right? You know, and like we look, you know, we're coming on here after every game and it's like, 
we're seeing the same stuff everyone else is seeing, seeing the same shit over and over because these games are keep going the same way, right? I mean, they can't they can't play in the fourth quarter. They blow leads if they even have the lead. And you know, Bobby talked about it the last, you know, what is it, the last eleven game stretch? I mean, this goes all the I way back. I can't believe you do this after Monday. Like right. Monday was should have been rock bottom, Where, right? The, like, the, like the like. I don't want to just be like that old man screaming like, "Oh, they ain't got no Celtic pride." But like, where's like just like the self pride? Like, you know, like, like don't you? I have we I had this issue with them last year. I felt like they just didn't. There's a lack of compete. There's a lack of fight. Uh, I mean, talent. I just don't and see. I know. I just. I really. I know. I've talked about this with other people before. I. I just. We really got to retire this notion of Celtics pride, um, of being a thing, um, that matters to any generation of current basketball players. Like it just doesn't. Um, like that's it. He's no, but I mean, for the for real. I don't like, even mean. I don't even mean like Celtic pride. Like oh, like the bandits. But I just mean like, just maybe just whatever organization you're in, like. Do you want to play for that? Do you want to play for the city, the, the team? Like, are you pumped to put on the jersey? Like, I mean, there should be some level of. I know. I'm just saying. Some level of that. A, a, yeah, a franchise that's won one title in 35 years. Okay, that means you have to be friggin' 50 for it to matter to you. Like, it's <laughs> you really do. And so it's 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 silly at this point to think that like. Well, they're all gone the, now too. All the well, like, all the to, to those guys around. So. And to those guys, the legends you know, one championships playing with, you know, the majority of those came when there were six teams in the league and they were shooting in peach baskets. Like, All right. No, it I get it. We're it not, ta- I'm not talking to about this. the, I'm not talking about like, Oh, the Celtics. No, but I, the, I see a NBA lot of it. I'm just talking about like, yeah. there is, there is like, you know, whether or not you were a part of it or not, <laughs> there, there is still a history to it. And there's, there is, you know, something to be said about. Yeah. I appreciate on the, it. I know saying, you do, but like uh, you would think a basketball player, you would think that maybe they would. I mean, people, the Lakers, you know, obviously they have more recent success um, when it comes to, you know, championships and banners and all that crap. But they, 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 kids today, they do, uh, they do I know, not they care. Know, it's know, ancient, know, ancient, okay, yeah, ancient that, history. That's obvious. That's obvious. I know they don't uh, care, but nobody care, cares. It's they not care about their own team, though. I'm saying like, yes, I agree with that, Jimmy. I'm saying this collection of Celtics are not the only people in the NBA right now that don't give a crap about the history of the Boston Celtics. Nobody really does of this generation because it's not they didn't live it. It's a history. Well, lesson. whether that's true or not, it doesn't it doesn't matter on game night. Like when you what matters is pride in yourself and like, your team, yes. Jimmy. I agree with that. Right? Yeah. That's that's it, and. Listen, I think it's less diving on the floor and chasing the boards and doing all the hustle things. We talk about that night in and night out, but they do those things. You see the Romeo play. You see how Rob's chasing those. Rob, who knows, broke his face running down a ball in this one. So I don't think that's an issue. I think what's underrated in that regard is how hard it is to run offense, good offense, possession by possession, not just throwing up a shot because it's there, not just you know shooting – 10 seconds into the shot clock or running the whole shot clock down and taking your guy in isolation. I mean, this team's still second in isolation. Uh, the, it hasn't reduced at all over last year. The What Ime was looking to accomplish in that regard just hasn't set in. Play in, play out. They have to run some tough sets, make a bunch of extra passes. You see it two or three times a game. There were a couple moments in this one where you have guys making extra passes, swinging it left to right, inside and out. 
because of the but defense it's hard. they're playing. It's hard. There's not there's not a commitment to it. It's not easy to run those sets and you make that many passes and move and cut and do all the things you need to do. And they just don't do it. I could, I can't imagine it's a coaching de-emphasis and that they're not pressing these in these film sessions again and again. Top to bottom, I just don't think there's a fire or desire on that end of the court by anybody to just do all the little things you need to do to run great offense. And listen, it's a big personnel issue, but when it gets this extreme, I think it moves beyond the personnel that you have out there. Listen, a bunch of teams in the league don't have shooting. Not many are shooting 9% in a game. All right, guys, quick pause. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors and that is INSA. We're welcome, welcoming back INSA. INSA. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of Massachusetts' premier cannabis dispensaries, INSA, I-N-S-A. Their founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model uh, from what they sell to how they sell it. Uh, INSA dispensaries are inviting. They're modern. Uh, The staff are authorities on the science. Uh, They go in there. They can answer any question, difference between flowers, concentrates, uh, what you want to take for insomnia, anxiety. Edibles. uh, Hanging out with friends, whatever you want, they'll tell you exactly uh, what you need to fill your needs. Uh, world-class head chef there as well. And again, the founders, one thing we want to tell you about head them, they're chef. local. They're local. Uh, they're, from, they're from Western Mass. Salem. Uh, yep. No. Oh, yeah. Located huh? in Salem. But There's a location in Salem. They're it's from to me. Springfield. Bobby yeah, jumped the gun because <laughs> the Salem location is near his house. Springfield. But they're lifelong pals from Springfield. Um, there's a couple of uh, locations out there, one near the MGM Casino. You can also go to East Hampton or, as Bobby said, Salem. Salem. This is the thing. Not enough people took advantage of this, so we're going to tell you about the deal one more time. If you go there and you mention that the Garden Report told you to stop by, mm-hmm. you get a T-shirt for a penny. That's literally all you have to do. And then you get anything else you want there, too. That's not on us, but the T-shirt is on us. One penny. You know what? And I have a couple T-shirts, and they're very comfy too. So yes. go to in- get that green one. Otherwise, go to insa.com or call eight seven seven five hundred insa for any uh, inquiries you have about anything else uh, going on. But if you want the T-shirt for a penny, just mention the Garden Report. Go get yourself some. Once yeah, again, ha- have a good time. Yeah, have a good time. Visit the various locations throughout Massachusetts or go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA. There is no – it's hard to overstate it. We sound like just these old curmudgeons who just sit here and complain and say everything sucks. But I actually think we're <laughs> understating how bad it sucks. Like they are an incredibly like bad basketball team in terms of playing – team basketball and they they don't do anything to help one another you're it's it's remarkable it is they, you have a lot of strong individuals trying you have to solve some strong, themselves. yes exactly and that's the problem as watching them play basketball you're like what offense is this what is the plan right now like is, what are they doing it's just freelancing it's so weird it's it's so there's no direction. There's no cohesion. It's it's so bizarre. And every once in a while, you get a game or two <coughs> where it'll look kind of normal, and you're like, maybe. And then you see five, six straight where it's all disjointed again. It's it's. I've never seen anything like it. Like it's like they just met. 
It's literally is a pickup game every night. They just five guys. What do you do? Okay, you play the five. And that was actually what Minnesota did on Monday. Yes, it 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 feels like a a pickup game every night. Like they literally just if you put five guys together and you're like, we got next. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how you Uh, fix it either. The like we've talked a million times about the moves. There's no obvious step there. I think Ime as a coach has done everything imaginable you can to try to impact their play style, and it still hasn't gotten through. I, I, I don't. At some point, he just starts to sound a little exasperated with what he's trying to accomplish in that regard. Maybe he hasn't done a good enough job of really forcing the issue by benching guys and other things. We know that doesn't happen. I know. Um, I don't know. And, I just don't I know still... what you do. I, I insist on this. I know Jimmy and I differ a little. I insist on this. I do not believe it is selfish guys who are thinking, me, 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 my stats. I just think it's guys who only know how to do what they do. And that's it. I've said this about Tatum from the beginning. I do not but John, believe But, John, at Jason- what point does that become selfish in your at what, saying- at what year? At what year does that become selfish that I, they I, haven't – Learned a new way to play basketball. It's a they fair, haven't, they haven't it's tried a fair it question, but then you have a night like this, and you think, I know they're telling me to do this, but is it really the right thing to do? You know, so like the problem is, I'm not even using tonight. As it an would be easier. Because... It would be easier for them to not be selfish on a roster with more talent because it would bear fruit, and you would see certain, you would see success in a new style of play. Guys would help you out the same way you would help them out. It wouldn't just be incumbent on you to do everything and feel like you're holding people's hands and playing at a level that's beneath you and that it doesn't work out a lot of the times and you're thinking why am i passing up shots for romeo you know so it's they're cursed a little they're cursed because of the roster because they can't see a payout but i don't believe jalen jalen brown and jason tatum are running to the scoring table to be like what did i have 36 not bad i don't think that that's them i think no i I disagree with that too yeah i don't believe it i and i people say it's they're all me guys no i just think jason tatum spent an entire life building a skill set which was give me the ball get out of my way i'm gonna go one-on-one with my defender and i'm gonna shoot in their face that's every that's every basketball player up into d1 college they're all the best players on their team and they always take the ball and do everything and then they go to a d1 team and they learn how to play team ball and then they get drafted and they sit on the bench and they come in and they learn how to play team basketball there's like five guys who that isn't the case for, like LeBron. Like you, you can go to like Jason Tatum is no exception. So, in year five or whatever we are now of Jason Tatum experience, he needs to adjust. And again, he didn't even play tonight. So this is like this is a topic that has nothing to do with tonight's performance. And I don't even blame James Brown agree on for, Tatum. for his performance tonight either. Again, like you're given a you're given a roster of guys that weren't even half of them weren't even in the league two weeks ago or shouldn't be in the league, you're going to put up 36 shots and you're going to do everything you can. Like, I'm not blaming tonight on Jalen Brown at all. But there is, like, an overarching issue with these two guys leading the way and the way in which they do it. You got Smart, who's a proven facilitator, and he helps a ton when he's out there. Tatum, I think, at this point, has shown enough in that regard, getting off the ball and just having a willingness in that regard to make plays and pass and get the ball moving. You should expect it from him at this point. I think we're deep enough into his career doing that, that when he doesn't, 
it's a problem, especially late in games. Brown, Pritchard, John said it off the top. You don't know with those guys. Like Brown might never become a playmaker in this league. I think that's where John is with him. Pritchard, it's yeah. not his game. I, like still at this point, he's scorer over facilitator. So with Smart down, Schroeder out, who's not great in that regard himself. When you think about the signings, they didn't have a ton of options over the off season. But why is there no one here? Forget Joe Johnson and all this other stuff. Why is no one in here to handle the rock at the very least? And that's There's the not point. a G leaguer out there. That's the problem. This is crazy to me. It's a team without. I'm a, curious at the way Brad without has a true this point guard replacement player situation. Yeah, and right, the replacement player is a mess right now. But again, even when Smart's out there, it's a team without a, a really, really strong, dominant. Give me the ball, and I'm going to find people. Point guard Smart can pass and he can facilitate, but he's not you know, a dynamic point guard by any means. They don't have shooters. They don't have traditional bigs, you know, who can play down low. They you don't can't, ha- you can throw the ball in the post and get yeah. a score. Right There's now. nothing you can do. And Ennis is the only one you can do that with. And he's been horrible this year. They're horrible. You know, they really just have two wings and then a bunch of guys who are below average at everything that they do for the most part. Yeah, in terms of offensive skills, things he can when you stack them up, smart versus other starting point guards, he's below league average among starters. He's the best they have, but he's not exceptional. Maybe I mean he's probably better than anyone else you can go out and get for sure, for sure. But I'm just saying, relative to your competition, you know, they don't have. There's just they're lacking in so many areas. Yeah, and I feel like. Well, go ahead. No, no, this is completely out. Go, you go. Well, I was going to say, you you probably need to emphasize him more, too, in this offense in terms of playmaking and being on the ball. <laughs> like, he's the best passer they have. You're trying to develop Tatum and Brown in this regard and funnel as much opportunity their way as you can. Um, and I think that's what's going to start mattering more and more as, as the season progresses is their, is their uh, development and Pritchard's as well. I think we want to see all more of these things, even though it's ugly right now and it's looking like a disaster. What, what are you going to do? Uh, just, like, keep punching the wall and trying to do the other things? Are you going to actually try to get these guys better at these things? I think we're pushing pretty quickly toward a developmental season in that regard, even if it really goes off the rails here. I think that's what you have to do. Like these guys just through sheer repetition have to start to get better at these things. And a game like this from Brown is disappointing in that regard. You want to see at least one assist, right? For what he's trying to accomplish, for what Ime is trying to make him do. You might not believe in the end goal there, but Ime's been pretty clear of what his big goal is as head coach of this team, right? Making Brown a facilitator, making Tatum a facilitator, just because they don't have the ability to go out there and get a Chris Paul. They just don't. Uh, so their only path to offensive stability is those guys doing both. And, you know, other players have done it. They're going to have to. I think it's the only way. Like, there's no clear solution to fixing this offense out there. Even if you go get another star, it's the same deal, right? Just guys trading shots waiting for their turn, uh, taking and settling, right? Like, it's, they, they got to improve in this regard. They have to. It's the only way. I just looked this up, by the way. It was like 2.7 versus 2.8 heading into the night. I didn't know he was the only player. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, it is interesting. Um, you know, wow. Jalen is a classic case of the more you put the ball in his hand, yes, assist numbers will probably go up, but so will the turnovers because he's sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. Um you yeah, know, it just is you what do it is. wonder about him, but he's so early, right? Like he's never ever done this in in this part of his game. I guess going back I, to Jimmy's point, the question is why. You know, it's all you got. 
No, why it hasn't he done it? Had. Like, oh, uh, Kyrie, Kemba, those guys. The ball was in their hands a ton. And so he was an off-ball guy during those times. I haven't seen a single quote from anyone on the Celtics yet. So I, I have a feeling this is a, uh interesting post game in 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 the locker room or you know something. what they're gonna say jimmy why don't you just ad lib it oh, no it's not gonna be interesting for us it's whatever's <laughs> going on behind closed doors maybe is interesting because usually you would have you know you would have heard something from email i don't even think email has spoken yet so jaylen uh <laughs> jaylen uh, this is from tim bontemps eight potential assists tied oh, for the God. most by any player who didn't record an assist in a game this season Well, we, we, we know that. I mean, they missed so many shots tonight. So, I mean, now they're not going to hit every sh- pass that you make. So that doesn't mean that Jalen Brown should have had eight assists tonight. You know, if you shoot 40%, then he would have had, what, three assists? Something like that um, on a typical shooting night. Mm-hmm. So really not, not that big of a, of a difference. I'm over the I'm, – I'm, I'm done with the potential stuff, though. They're going to have so many potential assists by the end of the year. <laughs> potential assists, potential wins. The question becomes, again, it's like, can you can you continue to just talk about health, weird season, we haven't had our core together and kicked the can down the road for a whole other year? Or no. is, or is a head going to roll? Another one. You're running out of time. You can't keep stringing along. By the end of this year, you're going to be seeing Brown's free agency in the distant future. you got to make a tough decision at some point. You have to at least start thinking about what you're going to change here, what you possibly can start to shake up because we, they've done the executive, they've done the coach, they've done everything else. Um, they, not enough development has been achieved. I'm starting to buy into that a lot more. You've yeah. talked about it a ton, John. Like, the amount of time they've wasted without even getting a glimpse at what the young guys can provide here is pretty startling and really bad from a team building perspective. Or just putting them in positions to succeed. They don't do yeah. that. They put them out there and they're like, go. And then it's like, oh, well, you couldn't keep up with the three all-stars we threw you out there with. You're back on the bench, you know, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, And I'm, I'm just continuously <laughs> frustrated by how long it's taken them to replace Hayward with something, at least as a well, shooter. They, did, they tried Fournier, and then you downgraded from yeah, Fournier Yeah, and then they lost him, and they're still yeah. kind of kicking that space down the road here. So you've wasted a ton of time just straddling the middle of the league and that's a killer because you are on the clock in some regard like i don't know if brown's gonna leave i don't think we have a clue uh but if he is you you have just really wasted a ton of time here without doing anything right have they accomplished anything over the last year and a half no so here's the thing (laughs) a lot of commenters are saying things like we hear you. Like somebody just said, John, stop complaining. What's the solution? We don't know. The problem is when you start <laughs> to when you start to say, no, it's fair. It's a fair question to ask. Like, what's the what's the solution? Uh, if we knew the solution, we wouldn't be sitting here. No, well, no, I no, think for sure. pretty... what I'm saying though is 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 like what what ends up happening is because this is where the conversation in like Celticsville gets really uh, muddy because you don't have options based off of 
no assets, no salary space to pull that trade everyone wants to pull. So every Mm -hmm. time anyone throws out names, go get this guy, you can't get that guy. You have nothing. Nobody wants anything you have. Maybe some team could be enticed by a bunch of first-round picks, but reality is that's not enough unless you can pair it with something that's a real asset, tangible, a young player that they don't have. Their inability to develop or draft well the last few years kills the chance of trading up into superstar land. So that means, once again, the only thing you can do is break up the Brown and Tatum and see if the results are better. And as soon as you say that, everyone's like, oh, the second they lose a game, everyone says trade Jalen. Nobody wants to trade Jalen Brown just for the sake of trading him. But if you're going to be realistic, the only way you can make wholesale changes to this team is to trade one of your two stars because that's the only thing that's going to yield substantial return that's going to give the team a new identity and a makeover. But what's, what's the will substantial it work, return look Will like? it work? I don't know. But that's why the conversation always goes there. Everyone is stuck in this hamster wheel of let's get better, but don't trade the Jays. It's impossible. So stop. Right. You know, have grown-up conversations about this. If you want to make moves, it's got to be for Jalen, most likely. And where, then where are you at on that, Jimmy? And then start having that conversation. If not, you hold the line and you hope other stuff gets better around it. Somewhere around, uh, it's somewhere that you I don't can't know. do, and it's Jimmy, hard to do. Yeah. Where Where you at on that? Well, I mean, I think you guys know where, where I, what I've said at least in our group chat is that I'm open to it. Um, I'm not willing to just trade Jalen Brown because, you know, you, you've lost the last eight of eight of 11 or whatever it is. But we, we have like kind of, we kind of are getting a pretty good sample size of what the team looks like with these two guys leading the way. Um, you know, if it's trade one or the other, it's pretty easy for me. I, I would keep Tatum over Brown right now. I think I, that probably wouldn't change for me. Um, I, I, I do wonder that I, I think the two players like position wise, it's just not working. And I think, again, like if you had a, a superstar player that was, you know, maybe like a swing and maybe a point guard or a swing and a, a center or, a, you know, a guy that was a sharpshooter, you know, like a, obviously Steph Curry is an easy example, but there's only one Steph Curry. But somebody who could just, you know, shoot the lights out like that. Um, I just don't know if the fit is there right now. And, and, and I do question the leadership of both of these guys. I just ha- I'm not saying they can't lead. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. So if they can, show me. Show me that you can lead. Show me on the court and off the court that, you know, you can lead a, a, a group of guys to, you know, a, a season where it's considered successful or, you know, you surprise people in a good way or, right. you know, you, you lead, lead by example, you know. So I haven't right. seen those things. I, I'm, I'm not impressed. So yeah. I, I, I think that I'm not either. You might be, be better. overvaluing. Yeah, I think you'd be better surrounding them with more people like the cast you had before to and and not put the burden solely on them for the things that you said, Jimmy, is they might not be the guys who can lead. You might need Hayward and other pros around them, you know, Kemba year one, you know, and that team right. that they had two years ago to, to have that because they don't have it. And on their own, they're really struggling. But this this comment kind of says it all here by Jake, you know, it's again the two things can both the Jays aren't exist. The, people love to say the Jays aren't the problem, but what if they are? What I'm saying is why, why is it so easy? They're the, the only solution. You're not trading right. They're the only solution. I agree with this. You don't. The Jays aren't the problem per se, but you don't have a choice but to break them up because there's nothing else you can do if you want something different. I understand. 
understand that. I understand. If you that. think I mean, you I'm have not... no time left, and that's the tricky thing is you don't know. You get to a point where you lose Brandon free agency, and that's that's it. Like even if you keep Tatum around, I don't think there's any recovering from my losing a player of that caliber and not getting anything back. You talk about that starting to depreciate, John, in terms of what you can get back from him. That's a concern. But I just think the day you decide to trade Brown into something less, which is what it's going to be. Like I don't think there's a one-for-one swap there. We've talked about that. I think your team is much further away from winning a championship. You might feel better about them through the regular season. You might win a few more games because of fit and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, having multiple stars is the path. Jalen for you trying to It is Jaylen the path, Ky- but you're acting like they're the only two stars. Like if Jaylen for Jaylen Brown Jaylen is for Jalen for Kyrie Irving, no, no, would you no, do it? No, 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 no. Come on. So done with Kyrie. Do it, yeah. do it. Kyrie no. Irving doesn't want to play for you. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna trade Jalen Brown Try to tra- it, please Celtics. If you are going to trade Jalen Brown, try to trade him for somebody who wants to play in Boston and wants to play basketball and win and like has maybe like has like a little like attitude and swagger and personality. And, I am and, like, so leadership like this is skills. where it goes too far. Are you kidding me? Like he has been down multiple great runs with this team, and I want to do this whole thing again here, but I'm not going to start to pigeonhole Brown's. I'm not saying he isn't that. I'm just saying don't trade for Kyrie because Kyrie isn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Brown isn't any of those things. But that being said, I'm not. Again, I already said I'm not thrilled by by what I've seen between Brown and Tatum on the leadership side of things, and I'm just not. I mean, you can go find a highlight of them high fiving and and smiling, but at the end of the day, I don't. No, they love each other, Jimmy. I don't think anyone's going to say that these guys are your are your you know prototypical leaders like no i mean come on but that's I mean, something you grow me. into and that, you I've, know that is something they well young. it's time to grow up then or you know how long do you want to wait for these well, guys so to grow this up? is this is the question i mean like you, you do you trade pierce way back because he's not ready for that like there's a talent question at the core yes, of this you were very you close to... to trading pierce you were yeah you were and then you would have you were close but they were in a they were <laughs> in a different a position you, you lucked into a horrible team you lucked into a totally unforeseen once in a lifetime set of oper- set of circumstances and chain of events that led to the big three which was first missing on that draft slot and the lottery the ping pong balls not falling your right. way getting a guy you didn't want ship, shipping him for allen and then convincing that and then getting the KG trade by giving up 60 cents on they the They were dog, completely you know. different situations. But that could never yeah, happen that's again. Not they, the, that, that's not the reason I'm moving on from Brown. And we can talk about the things they've screwed up around. That's not the only reason. To, but it, it, it it's way down the it, list. I mean, they got to grow up. Like <laughs> That's just something you have to allow to happen in that regard. It's not the reason, it's, but it's not it, It's not the opposite. It's not like, <laughs> oh, but, he's, but they're such good, like, leaders in locker but room is the grass and, and green this and like that's what you, you know what we have to stop you know what we have to stop doing and everybody should stop doing this stop referring to them as young they are yes they're they not. are they young. are young they are not they're not young in basketball they're not in basketball years, years. they're in year 5 and 4 they're grown men basketball wise okay it doesn't mean they're not going to get better and their prime is a but we're talking years, leadership but their prime is two years in front of them which means they they've got a five-year runway at this point we gotta stop how long have they been leaders it's not the leader aspect it's that's overall, all i'm talking about zero it's the ability to play a complete game you know and to and to do more than just the thing that you're supposed that you're the specialist at you know like they at this point 
Jalen Brown's playmaking is coming along in year five. Year five. He's a he's a five-year NBA veteran. I don't want to talk about the things he's still developing in his game. By year five, you're you're getting a little better at everything until yeah. year seven when you're in your prime. And then you start to decline. This is, this like is it's what... not, it, he shouldn't still be trying to completely do stuff he's terrible at in year five. Then you and have us to, to compliment and to, him. And us to expect that it to be possible. It's not possible. This is who he is. But we're looking at it right now like you have two answers. Either he's perfect and has it all together, or you get rid of him and find other stuff. Like, there's other ways to do this thing. You can go out and get it. We talked about in Dome Theory last week. Could you have gotten out and gotten Ricky Rubio and solved half the issue here? Would we be thinking about this team as a completely different situation if you just had a playmaking, connecting, glue point guard in here? Like, if it's that simple and they haven't addressed things around the edges to make the team more multidimensional and not put it all on their feet. And also, I'm sorry, it's year five five and six, not four and five. They are NBA veterans. We are done on the floor. We, we are done calling them kids. They're not kids anymore, okay? The expectations should be that they should be much better than this. You know, The so- kids are the guys who, like, ro- like <laughs> Romeo and, you know, like, Pritchard. Yeah. And Can we just Smith. get to my Those point? Those are the kids. Wow, what's your L- point? Listen, I, I understand all that. We all agree on that. At the end of the day, the only thing that's going to get you a championship in this league is having the most talent possible. And you're going to have less talent if you trade Brown. You might feel better about the fit and the leadership and the battle throughout the course of the year. They're looking at something bigger than that. I think Brad's ultimately taking on a mindset like Ainge that is championship or bust here. Who cares if we don't have, if we have a great regular season and have some fun here, if you're going to be a team that peaks out in the first or second round, which I think is what you'd probably end up with if you trade Brown in this multiple What do you end up with if you don't? You have to you figure it out around you those think, two. You don't think they're heading for a first-round exit right now? They best? are. But <laughs> okay. you have to figure it out with these two because they're the two most talented players you're ultimately going to have they here. Have like, to, what are you trading Brown for? We don't they know, They have Bobby. to figure it out. What did, they have what did to the, figure it out. What did, the Red Sox tra- what did the Red Sox trade Nomar for? Nothing. It's a completely different, though. Parts. You know, All you have that makes you special, puts you a step away from contending right now, is these two players. They're not special. They're not special. Yeah, I think a lot of people around the league would No, the with team. That. The, these guys don't make the Celtics special. These guys right now. On their the own. Celtics, these guys make the Celtics average. These guys make the Celtics they are all 16 the and right 19. Now. Listen, this is what we're talking about on night like tonight. Brown, surrounded by Romeo Pritchard, who we've put the bar like this low on to get excited about anytime they do something it's rob terrible. who has yeah. grown a little bit and uh, like who we just keep expecting to become an all-star even though he's nothing close right now and no shooting at I all i don't think anyone thinks that anymore so we're, like we're yeah, just no grilling we're grilling these two guys right now over their deficiencies even though they're very clearly special players i, we're not, I, I know it's Bobby, not to do Bobby. with this game i mean it's what do you want to talk about this game we're just talking Bobby, about but we're not saying that we're saying that there is no option to improving around them i disagree with that okay but this is where we are then you're in friggin la la tpe land with the rest of green team twitter like praying for this miracle that's going to fall from the PPE sky that's going to make this team a contender. They're like four players away. Like, what are we talking about? You know, they need upgrades across the board. There's not one guy, you know, like there's no magic 
bullet here. There's no piece. Like that's why the conversation goes to Tatum and Brown is you only hope for blowing it up is to see if you can get a haul for one of them and see if that sets you up for more future success. Right. That's yeah, it. I mean, we can, we can, we can throw back and forth what a haul would look like and what would be worth. As it. I've I just always don't think said, it's, out there. it's the, it's I philosophically, I hate trades. I always believe in trades. The team that gets the best player usually wins, but sure. in the Celtics case, they might have to go backwards and take um, a package of, a young and up and comer with a draft pick and a veteran who fills a need, you know, and contracts or blah, 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 or things that give you flexibility or I don't know what, but like the star for star has always felt lateral. Plus every time you talk star for star, whether it's when it's Brown for Lillard and Brown for Beal, it always, always involves Brown plus stuff, you know? People are worried like of just giving up Brown for those guys. Brown, And there's a reason those trades don't happen. Brown alone doesn't get you that star, but mm-hmm. you know, Brad's hanging up the phone when they say Jalen and they're like, wait, I'm not done talking. You know, it's Jalen and Robin, two first rounders. Now John Wall, it. John yeah. Wall and Russell Westbrook swapping places was ex- extremely shocking. And that was obviously yeah. a very unique circumstance. Yeah. Um, we're talking about that sort of Philadelphia swap with other stuff coming. A lot back of people in the chat picking it up. Right. Or picking what up. The, the 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 Philly thing I threw out there a, a while back with like Simmons and because oh, it's there well, right Curry, like Simmons Curry is or Maxi or something yeah. right yeah so you got to be realistic <laughs> of what's there Indiana's looking to rebuild too so there's a big thing you could do there that gets you back Brogdon over the off season and some bonus or something like that you send some stuff or maybe make it a three teamer with Portland and you know get CJ to Indiana there's a lot of different ways you can go see with there that. so there yeah so there are options and, and like again if you brought but, but if you brought a couple of players. You know, like that from Indy, like you're not starting from scratch. You're you're getting pieces. You're getting depth. You're getting proven players. And who knows? You you might you might you might be better than you would be with Jalen Brown, even if those players might not. I think there's a chance. Points. I think there's a chance you would be, but then what's the upside? Like where do you go from there? You know, you move up a. Season. I don't know the upside. Difficult? Bobby, that's the problem. Nobody has that answer. You're going to run up against issues. This is why the conversation goes here. You're going to run up against a problem where in another year, the clock after this offseason, the clock is ticking on Jalen. And so that's a problem, you know, because that year you're going to have to decide what's going on. You got to build a team around him or else he's in his walk year, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, you're gonna get close you got to Fox it. and Sacramento. and Sacramento. So you cannot kick the you cannot kick the can down the road much farther. Uh you yeah, can't do you're it. right. And so you so, gotta look at I'm you have concerned. to look at you you gotta look at the another variable in this is losing him for nothing. You know, Bobby, we Not need just- you in the lab looking over potential <laughs> traits. Well, you know, I always am, but here's my concern in that regard. <clears throat> Do you really think they've taken a long look at trading? all the other stuff and and that's smart that's rob that's all the picks here like do do you really feel like they've gone all in on looking at moving all that stuff because i'm concerned that they've even held a little tight to those things as well like that's where my worry comes in i mean brad wouldn't be doing his job if he hasn't considered that so i'm sure that they have i mean brad and whoever else is, is active in the front office over there right now i'm sure that they're going over all options this is not a championship contending team right now so of course they re-signed marcus smart or extended marcus smart for the reason that keep him as that asset you know they extended rob in the same sense 
So these aren't guys that, yeah, they can say, oh, yeah, we, we, could, we envision, you know, these guys being around the team and winning a championship. But that, you you got to say that, but at the end of the day, they need to keep these guys in order to use them for whatever value they have in a trade if you are going to go that route. So, yeah, I, mean, I think they've definitely considered the option. It's just a matter of right now I think teams are trying to figure out, other teams around the NBA are trying to figure out where they're at. You know, it's a crazy season. You know, I, mean, I think there's a lot of teams that are hanging on a little bit longer than maybe they typically would because of all the uncertainty yeah. this year. So, and Bobby, here, here. The prob- the, Bob, Bobby, the problem is this, though. Let's say you rolled up. Like, look at how few reliable players you have right now. Imagine if you rolled up, you know, Smart and uh, Richardson and Rob and Picks into one player. How how freaking ridiculously imbalanced and top-heavy are you then, you know? But isn't that what gets it done? And you just figure out the rest, and you're the Nets, right? Like that's how you do it in the you, NBA. You can, you but wish it wasn't par- like that. But that, that's how can, it goes. But one, you're not getting a star. You're getting Fournier plus. You know, like you're getting, you know, what are you going to get for those guys? You're not going to get. You're getting Aaron Gordon. You know, like it's not yeah. a star star. You you Jimmy. hope it's a guy like Sabonis. Here, here's my wor- here's my worry, and this is where everything this came else from. is yeah. This was in Bleacher Report earlier this week. Uh, who wrote it? Eric, Eric Pincus. You okay. know, I don't know how sourced this was, but, you know, he goes into it and says the Celtics have no immediate plans to break up Tatum and Brown. Team hasn't performed to expectations, blah, blah, blah. Per NBA sources, the Celtics don't blame Tatum and Brown. If they could clone them, they would. The more significant issue is the supporting cast, which doesn't provide enough to keep us in true contention. That's what we've talked about here. Yep, And you go down the line and it's like, all right, Horford may be the most likely casualty in a trade given his friendly contract. The Celtics have well-regarded prospects in Romeo Langford, Aaron D. Smith, Grant, and Pritchard. Veterans like Schroeder and Hernan Gomez could be on the who, move. Who wrote this? Zarens? Like, well-regarded prospects? Like, <laughs> listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> the difficult say, question for the Celtics is Marcus Smart. But the initial goal appears to be keeping the veteran guard along with Rob Williams. So that's where I get worried. Like, have they actually gone the length to shop smart and actually see, like, the distance him, Rob, picks could get them, multiple future picks and in the future? Like, I'm not fully assured that they have. And now we're leaping to Brown, like, if we're talking Brown. I tr- I think the reality is they are light years from even thinking about moving him. Like we got to get to Smart before we can get to Brown from their perspective. Like that pe- reading that piece concerns me. And they think yes, well-regarded prospects and Romeo, Neesmith, Grant. Like those are the guys that they're gonna put out there and be like, all right, let's see what we can do here. Oh, jeez. Uh, I, I couldn't make a whole lot of sense. And again, is that right from their mouths? I don't know. I don't, That's I don't garbage. know what the thinking is there. Yeah, but... I, I didn't put so, a whole lot. I, I read that. I, I'm I not at the Brown point too. yet. Again, I wrote last week, literally a week ago, I'm never moving Brown. I'm going to go down with that ship. I think he, he's as talented as it gets among young wings. Other teams would dream of having him. I think you'd have a line of 28, 29 at the door. Uh, not so, blow you away so with da- offers. So dangle him and see what happens. Listen, I'm I'm down for trying anything. I mean, at this point, Except like you're you in such you a wouldn't. bad situation, I'll listen to anything. My inclination is that you'll end up regretting that, though. Uh, have we lost Jimmy? I don't, uh, how, 
Wait, can you no, not I hear don't. me this whole? Uh, all right. Can you I hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me, Bobby? No, go ahead, Jimmy, and let's wrap it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, no, I mean, I was just gonna say. I think I've lost him. Oh well, if Bobby can't hear me, then it kind of ruins the whole point because I was gonna respond to Bobby. But basically, what I was saying was, how can you say you're gonna regret it based on the fact? Bobby, why don't you leave and come back? See if you can hear him. Damn it! (coughs) I'll say it twice, so we don't have dead air. I was gonna say, why? Why would Bobby say the Celtics? would regret it like this is what they're looking at this is the reality right now how are you going to say oh I, I we regret making that trade like you're stuck in like below mediocrity land right now with the guys that you have in this team so this is when you do risk you know making a trade of that again it doesn't mean just trade them to the first team that comes calling because you're trying to you know rebuild the roster no you're just acknowledging that even though you have a, a very talented player or player uh, unit or whatever, it might just not be the perfect combination of them. And if you can get other talented, if there's 28 teams going to line up for a guy like Jalen Brown, then they should obviously have a lot to, they would obviously have something to offer uh, some level of talent in return or whether it's picks or whether it's younger players or whether it's a veteran that the Celtics might think they could pair well with Tatum and whatever position it is. I mean, Bobby, you've mentioned like, the Suns going out and getting a guy like Chris Paul or, you know, like the Bulls just, you know, they, they, they load up on some veterans. And, like, now look at these teams. It's like the Celtics need to do something along those lines. And if someone else does it before you do, then you're really in trouble in the conference. New York or Charlotte or someone like that. Uh, right. You, you end up a rung below. And now with the playing tournament every year, like, you could potentially be in that 7 through 10 every year. Um, it's a tough situation to be in. Let me just ask you this, Jimmy, before we get out of here. If I guaranteed to you that Jalen was going to sign another contract beyond this one, would you roll with it? Well, like, what? How, what's the team success been like with with it? I mean, what do you, what do you mean? Would I roll with it? Like, you, I mean, would you got, keep him, or would resign, you still be looking to trade him? I think I'd sign him because <laughs> you know you want to keep the asset for sure. I'm just not sold on. I'm not sold on this duo leading this team to where it needs to be led currently. Mm-hmm. And if you can blame them, you can blame the roster around them. But if they can't change the roster around them, then you're screwed either way. So you got to figure out some way to reset, reset the deck, I guess. That that mindset that I read there in that piece makes me think that there really is ways to shake it up around well, them that the, uh, they haven't pursued. Here's um, the thing. Oh, I'm, I, I'm more with John. Yeah, like if the clock's ticking, and the asset is gonna start depreciating there, that makes you think about got, it more. But I, I really think you gotta try to keep them if you can. You've got less than a year them. and a half to figure it out, so you gotta mm-hmm. figure it out. What what I'm hoping above all else, I think a lot of people just view this as star. Get a third star, and then fill. In I the think rest. that's how they look at it. <laughs> I, I think they should be looking at it like this. Brad is a basketball mind. He should be looking at this team and thinking, if I had this, we would be fine. And then do everything you can to get that. Do it with conviction. I need a point guard. I will That's what over- it is. I will overpay for it, but I got to go get this thing. Target the guy. Don't just 
look at pieces and say, oh, this could make us a little better. It's a weird fit, and we'll have four guys that play the same position, you know, but let's try it. Like, there's there's got to be a point guard out there, and a go veteran point guard. get it. Right, exactly. A veteran point guard that has some leadership qualities to him, that can distribute the ball, that can kind of guide these guys, maybe take the heat off him a little bit. Why not? I gotta go, I'm going to have to go through the, the NBA rosters and, and pinpoint like a number of these guys because they are out there. And we've seen Sadoransky's a guy. You love that. You just you got your guys and you just stay with it. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what yeah, we're I don't think Sadoransky's going to bring them a title. That, that, like, I'm thinking a little bit. I'm thinking a little bit. Stars, well, we were, we were talking. You said they need we were, a star. We were talking Lowry and Ball, and that just wasn't there. Murray is a guy people love. They're not going to be able to get a guy like that. But, like, um, so I, I keep Ball would have been perfect. Wouldn't the Ball have been perfect? That was my pipe dream last year. Forget all these other big names in the Beals. <coughs> Go get Ball. I think they liked it, too. It just, yeah, wasn't there. So perfect. do what I you mean, need to do. Give extra picks. Give whatever. You could have given a package that was better than the other one. Anyway. Listen, I was all aboard that train. I thought no. there was a sure path to the <laughs> sign and trade, but Ball didn't want to come here. He wanted to go to Chicago. His mind was set on Chicago. For I know, a long and, I, and it, there's no guarantee you grab him anyway. But uh, we're gonna do this after every game for the rest of the season. So, um, you know, I don't want to waste any more bullets. My my throat's razor blades right now, and Bobby's banged up too. We just needed Here. to vent a little bit. That's all. We, we did. Bobby wasn't gonna do this at all, but he wanted badly to vent. After yeah. this night, yeah. Oh, I threatened yeah, now Bobby. Now it's Phoenix it's... on Friday in an afternoon game. That's going to go well. <laughs> Phoenix is going to come in and just run you off the court. Ugh, the Celtics, fun. when's the last they time play they played They play so a... well together, too, man. They just – they just. When's just... the last time the Celtics played a razor-sharp afternoon game? When's the last time they played a razor-sharp <laughs> game? Anytime. What I will say uh, before we wrap, once again, thanks to everybody who this was a good audience tonight after a shitty game that was really hard to watch. So I'm super Seriously. pleased with you, <laughs> with you guys for hanging with us again. Thank you. Uh, we'll keep doing this. We're back on Friday um, with uh, most of the cast uh, returning for that one. Joe Sway will be out of the protocols by then as well as Bobby. <laughs> yeah, so we Joe Sway down for the count tonight. Hit hard. Yeah. By the COVID, yeah. you know they're going to okay. beat the they're going to okay. beat the Suns and ruin oh. my New Year because I'm going to have to listen to freaking Celtics honk Twitter talk about how <laughs> see you know when they're at oh. their best. That's see, yeah. uh, see what happens when, when the shots fall. When did uh when did Tatum go down? Was it uh the day after Was Christmas? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I forget exactly what day it was. It was either but, Sunday uh, or Monday. We're kind of looking at a five-day window there now, right? So there's probably oh, a sure. chance he could be back. There's a chance. We'll see. That would be fun. Be, <clears> that would be good. Be a... We haven't heard anything. It's amazing how people just stopped asking. No, someone asked about the new shorter window, and Udoka said he could get out earlier. He didn't really specify like how early, but yeah, it is did, it is in play there. Did any yeah. quotes come out of come out of tonight? Did we get Jaylen, anything from Jalen swore. <coughs> Jalen swore. Yeah. No. He's like, we came up short. We just came up effing short. Um, asked about just the game. So well, thank um, you. Right. No comments. Yeah. So guys, we are gonna wrap it, but thank you again for hanging with us. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks, appreciate thanks, it. Bobby and Jimmy coming off the DL for this one. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh get well soon to Joe Sway. 
um, who's and out there. And to everybody else, I bet you we have a couple people watching that are in quarantine. So get well soon if you are. Yeah. And um, let's yeah. just keep moving forward. Keep pushing forward, folks. Yep. Anyone asking about me? Not COVID positive, but pretty banged up with a cold as well. But these guys are uh, troopers for uh, for for gutting it out. So thank you guys. If you don't have uh, COVID, then nobody <laughs> even cares if you're sick, dude. Like I know you 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 are uh, the flu. You're LeBron. cold cucked. You're cold. LeBron the flu's said, the flu's LeBron never been more every, cucked. LeBron yeah, said everyone forgot about the flu. Yeah. I saw something today on the flu. People are trying to hype the flu now because they would want to scare you about the next thing. So. Be careful pretty, about the flu, too. I got my flu, flu shot, though. The flu yeah. is up. I'm pretty banged up. All right, guys. Thanks again. Um, we will uh, – happy new year for those who don't join us. Yeah, um, happy new year. We had Get a good year with you guys. Yeah, new year's resolutions coming on Friday. Oh, okay. See you all. Good night.